the people that are out there going through these open houses, like, you know they're freaking serious. You know they're serious. You know why? Because who wants to go out into the snow, the cold, the wind, the crappy weather, if they're not serious? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Actually, let's, let's try that again. Good morning. Can you guys all hear me? We can hear you. Perfect. Can we get a screen? Can you guys get your screens on so I can see who is here, please? Awesome. Thank you, Heather. You're on mute. Hi, hi. Anybody else? All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into... A few different things. We're going to dive into uh, some updates that I just got as far as uh, what's going on with the market. We're going to dive into some things that you can do to uh, generate some business right now, uh, specifically because I think a lot of agents are struggling with that component. And then how to boost your real estate sales on top of that. So here's the thing, you guys. I want you guys to understand that Confidence is contagious, okay? But so is the lack of confidence. That's a huge statement either which way you look at it. And so what's going on with the current market right now is I want you to understand that if you add five additional transactions to what you're doing, you are going to put two, two agents out of business. That's a lot. Right. Think about it. You do five transactions. You put two agents out of business. My job right now is to help you not be one of those two agents for every five transactions that are being done. OK. So what we are going to do is one, I think what needs to happen is you guys need to understand what's going on with individuals, buyers, sellers, the market. Right now, Americans are sitting on, or homeowners are sitting on the most amount of equity they ever sat on in history, okay? About 38.7% of individuals, homeowners, have mortgages with more than 50% equity. 30% of homeowners have mortgages with anywhere between 30 to 50% of equity. So between those two those two right there, we're talking about almost 69% of homeowners sitting on the majority of equity they have ever um sat on in their in the history ever. So what does that mean for you guys? Well, it means that there is a lot of opportunity for us to educate, for us to put out information on how to make this equity work for them. Do you guys understand what I'm saying in that? What am I saying with that, Heather? You're on mute. 
Let me have me up. Sorry, I had you tiny in the corner, just being honest. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're yeah. good. I, so I and I was just chatting with Anne Marie here. You know, it's I, a lot of people don't realize it. We're all hung up on this seven percent, and people are so wigged out about it. But like you were saying, they don't understand the gold mine they're sitting on, the power that they have just to leverage that equity. Right. And we need to be screaming that from the rooftops for people yeah. to get over this fear. Right. I mean, we're in this, you know, COVID mindset where they were given money away. Well, what was the rate before COVID hit? Five, you know, five, six, seven. I mean, we're in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing, like the headlines that are out there in the news, like the market's going to crash. Oh my gosh, we've had double the amount of foreclosures since uh last year. Well, if you look at the amount of foreclosures last year compared to this year, like the amount of foreclosures is like this much. So the amount of foreclosures this year is this much. So yeah, we're double, but really look at those numbers. And I think for us as agents, we need to be the people, not the headlines, educating our clients, educating the consumer about what is really going on behind the scenes. Because if we're not, then guess who they're listening to? They're listening to the news. They're listening to anything that is saying like, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. And we really have to advocate on how do we help our clients build wealth? How do we help families build wealth? How do we help them create a legacy? And if we're not doing that, well, they're going to get their news from somebody else and it's not you, right? So the one thing is, is that, and I know in our Seattle market, appreciation um, that is expected for next year is 5% is what's being told. Nationally, from what I'm from what I'm reading, it's supposed to be anywhere from seven to fifteen percent. Now, what can you do with that as an agent when you're talking with your clients on why is this a really great time to buy? One is you need to break that down on if you did a four hundred thousand dollar house, we'll just do even numbers, and you have five percent equity. That's twenty thousand dollars in one year. Now, if you do a first-time home buyers program, that means you put zero down, no money into your house, and that first year you're going to make twenty thousand dollars extra in equity. Even if you put five percent, three percent, like make that difference. You guys need to start showing these numbers, start showing videos, start breaking it down when you're doing a buyer consultation on why should somebody jump into the market right now, right? Because you can not manipulate numbers when you're saying like $400,000 house, 5% equity or appreciation for next year. Who wouldn't want to put $20,000 into their bank account and not have to put any money into it, right? And you're paying down the mortgage at the same time and you get a tax benefit because of interest rates. Like, I need you guys to start thinking about how do we start making this a more beneficial for our clients, whether buyers and or sellers, right? And right now, this is the most beneficial time, I think, for buyers in our market. So with that being said, I'm going to say some things like how many of you guys are struggling with getting business right now? 
I think everybody is. I think everybody is. Like, don't lie. Everybody is struggling with getting business. Like, if you're used to doing 50 transactions a year, you're probably doing 25. If you're used to doing 30, you're probably getting 15. If you're used to 10, you're probably not doing anything. And that's not good. Right? So let's let's get this to where we can really get you guys going. Okay? So I'm going to challenge you guys to try to do 100K in 100 days. And it's a Tom Ferry thing that's going on right now. And so what does that mean? It really means that you guys have to, in order to make 100K in 100 days, guess what you have to do? You have to put in some freaking work, right? You have to work it, right? And so something that I'm doing, and I'm going to just tell you guys things that I'm doing personally, all right? So for, I would say this year, I've probably taken off more time from real estate and work, going on vacations, going on conferences, going on whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm out there just living life. Like I've probably worked like half the year. Okay. And my business is still going. So the things that I'm telling you, like I took like two and a half weeks off in July, which means I had to restart my business, pump it back up because I don't have a team, right? It's just me. I'm solo. And so if you're not working, then who's working for you? Nobody. Right. Which means when you come back, you gotta, you gotta hit the ground running. And so the things that I've been doing is I'm doing eight open houses a month, a month. Why do you think I'm doing eight open houses a month? Unmute yourself, Alex. Is it because you're good at it? (laughs) No, I actually don't really care for open houses, to be quite honest with you. But why do you think I'm doing it? Uh, Because it's putting you in front of clients. Yes. What kind of clients? We're active in the market. Yes. Right. Do I really care to do open houses? Not necessarily. It's not my forte. It's not my go-to. However, I'm doing eight of them. I literally have, I will tell you guys, this is my calendar for September. Right. And you can see like all of these things. I have so many different events, so many different things that I'm doing that I don't really want to do them. I know they need to be done. This is not a market of, I want to choose what I really want to do because I like it. That's not the market we're in. This The market that we are in is, I need to do the activities that are going to produce, that are going to help me make my business not only survive, but thrive when we make this turn. Okay? The other reason why I'm doing open houses, eight open houses, is that, guess what I get to do? I get to market them. I get to put them on social media. I get to make the perception like, hey, here's another listing that we got. Here's another thing that we're doing, right? Because social media, marketing, it's all about perception. And if you are perceived to be super busy, guess what? People want to work with you. So do you think doing eight open houses a month and marketing to those open houses doing, saying, hey, come see me, come stop by, doing a video, doing uh, some reels on just eight open houses a month is getting me a lot of attention? Yay or nay? Yeah, right? Yeah. So perception is reality. What you're putting out there, people are going to assume you are busy. Just like 
I know that in our part of the MLS, we have broker open tours, right? Do you guys do the same thing on a particular day? There's broker, broker open tours. Go and tour some houses. Take some videos. Then what you do is you use those videos throughout the week if you're not busy right now. And you say, check out this house that I just saw. Blase. They don't need to know that you did it on broker open tour. They don't need to know that you don't have a client. All they need to know is that you're out there looking at inventory. All they need to know is that you're out there looking at houses, right? What's the perception? You're working. You have clientele, right? These are super, super huge. You can use those videos for TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, what YouTube. You can make different videos out of it. And then on top of it, while you're making those videos, throw in something like, you know, Home prices are expected to appreciate 5% next year, right? You can start throwing in some educational pieces to help start breaking down those myths that are being put out there by the headlines. It's all about how do we educate in the most least stressful way possible to have clients come want to work with us. Okay, right now, the consumers out there, they want information. You just need to be the source. So how do you do that? Right. Make sure you're the one telling the news. Make sure you're the one breaking it down. Make sure you are the one helping them to understand why is this such a beneficial time? Even for sellers right now, it is a beneficial time. Yeah. Like I think I think it's like 70.7% of homeowners right now. Let me double just check my stats. Um yeah, 70.7% of mortgage rates are less than 4%. So no wonder why we have a lack of inventory. Right? Like almost 71% of homeowners out there don't want to move because they have a mortgage less than 4%. However, there is still a lot of opportunity because of the fact that one, there's a lot of these life situations that take place, right? There's divorce, there's diapers, there's death, there's um, what is it? several others, but you guys understand what I'm talking about. Life situations, diamonds, people getting married, right? There's, well, there's technically six, but the last one I call de relocation, just to have that D in there. Right. But figure out what it is to be able to market to those people. Now, look at what's going on with the state of New York. What's going on with New York right now? Who knows what's going on with New York right now? Airbnb. Let me give you a hint. What's going on with Airbnb and the state of New York? They're banning Airbnb in the state of New York. It's no longer allowed. So what do you think is going to happen with all that inventory that's in New York? New York, It's going to come on the market or they're going to try to short-term rent it or whatever case. They can't do Airbnb in New York anymore. And guess yeah. what? what happened? Yeah, I just wanted to chime in what I heard and, you know, it could have been revised that they're just not allowing the short-term rentals. It's a minimum of 30-day plus. Yeah. 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 So, so they just kind of changed the rules for the Airbnb. Well, I think it's going to, yeah. 
I think it's going to get a lot more stringent because one, the government's greedy, right? Let's be real. And two, yeah. it's it's compete it's competing with hotel chains, right? Um, and so if we if New York has made such a huge shift in that, I do think that it's going to follow suit in other states, right? It's going to follow suit in other areas. And I think we all need to be watching what's really taking place with New York, but uh, particularly because of that. Right. Look at um, places where Airbnb has dropped or the, the owners who have Airbnb, their revenue or their ROI has dropped like 50 percent. Right. Places like Austin, places like Dallas, um, some places like it, even out in where I'm at, Seattle, Tacoma area. Start checking what's going on, because that could be a great source of listings for you, because. One thing that we need to be better at is being the solution to a problem and not trying to be the solution after the problem's already there. Does that make sense? So I would say start thinking about how can you be an answer to these particular owners who own Airbnbs who are losing lots of revenue because they're not getting the same amount of bookings that they were before. Like Airbnb is has become super saturated, just like our real estate market with realtors, right? Same thing. So start looking at those niches. Start looking at uh, non-owner occupied owners because one, they probably became a landlord by mistake because interest rates were low. They wanted to move. And so what did they do? They rented it out not knowing or having a clue what they're doing only to find out that it's not what they want to do. Right. So that is another uh, niche that you guys can get into. I'm also going to say one that I'm really going to start focusing on is the baby boomers. Like start looking around how many adult family homes are popping up. 55 plus communities are popping up. So how can you niche yourself into that area of being the expert, right? What kind of things can you do to start appealing to the generation that has the most amount of wealth, right? Some of the things you might want to think about is like, I know when I'm working with my silver lining clients is that one huge concern is what about taxes? Right. So what can you do? Can you find a CPA or a tax professional to go in with you and do a seminar? Yes. Right. Another thing that they worry about is how do I pass my house from myself to my children? And what impact will that have on them? What should you what should you guys be doing? Partnering with somebody who does estate planning or somebody that does wills, or somebody that can put a trust together, right? There are ways to pass a house from them to their children without their children having to get hit with the taxes on capital gains. Makes sense? These are all little niches that can allow you to get clientele. Now, is that a, a niche that's super fast? No, they're old, they don't understand technology. A lot of it's face-to-face -face or in person. 
But there are ways that you can make that happen. Now, how can we get um, or boost your sales? Well, one, we're going to say like this. These are a few ways. Effective online marketing. So using your social media, email, online advertising to reach a broader and wider audience. Right. Again, those videos, the open houses, the education, all of that can be turned into videos. Build strong client relationships. So focus on your 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 database. Focus on your past clients. When is the last time that you reached out and had a conversation with more than five of your past clients in one day? When? Because if you're not, I can guarantee you somebody like myself is. Does that sound fair? Like, if you're not staying in touch with them, I'm getting closer to them. I am building relationships. Some of my clients that I worked with, like yesterday, I just picked up a buyer yesterday. He's been looking for a house since May. Okay. Since May, he's been working with an agent. He has not signed a buyer agency agreement. So guess what? I swooped in. I showed him two houses yesterday. Guess who he wants to work with now? Me. Why? Because I did a buyer consultation. I went over his wants and needs. I actually listened to him and he wants to be in a house no later than November. I mean, sorry, Halloween. So we have literally, we have a game plan within eight days that he will be in a contract. Okay. If you guys are not staying on top of your clients, somebody else is building a relationship with them. You are either building a relationship one of two ways. You're either building it where you are discarding them or you are keeping them closer. One of the two. And if you have not called more than five of your past clients in one day, well, I would say that's probably your go-to action today. Okay. What are you saying? You're on mute. You're on mute. Heather. Oh, no, I didn't need to be heard, but I was going to say, I, I did reach out to more than five of my past clients today. <laughs> in a day? So, yeah, yeah, on top of it. Yeah, I like I, it. I love video it, Alex. Yes. And so, like, mm -hmm. with the video text, like, you guys can use Facebook as a CRM, right? Anniversaries, happy birthdays. Um, people, if they lost somebody, if they had to put a pet down, like these are all super emotional things. And I'm going to say really great job, Alex, because most agents are not doing what you just told me that you did. Right. Um, because why? Because we have a fear of rejection. We have a fear of, oh my gosh, I haven't called my client and for all oh, so long. Get over it. Like make the phone call, say, you know what? I'm so, you know, I was just thinking about you. I was just thinking about my clients that really made an impact on my life. And you came to my mind and I just wanted to reach out to you and tell you, like, I know it's been a minute. I apologize. Um, however, I wanted to check in on you because I was really thinking about clients that really affected my life and made a difference. And you were one of the first people that I thought of. And I just want to say thank you for who you are. Thank you for just your friendship. Thank you for allowing me to help you and your family back in the day. Is there anything that I can help you out with? Do you think that's genuine? Do you think you own it up and saying, I'm so sorry I haven't reached out to you in a hot minute is genuine? 1000%. What do you think they're going to say? Oh my gosh, it's okay, Lonnie. You know, life is really busy. We've been really busy. We're so sorry. We haven't reached out to you either. 
how's work going, blah, blah, blah. This is where you can set a coffee date. Okay? Or Zoom or a FaceTime or whatever the case. Like, you need to get back into a relationship with your clients, like ASAP. Okay? That's another thing. Make sure, again, local market expertise. Make sure you are breaking down what's going on in your market. Make sure you are the person that they are turning to. And even if they don't respond to what you're doing, I can guarantee you they're watching you. Okay? Uh, professional networking. Make sure you guys are going to things that you can network with other agents like EXPCon. Who's going to EXPCon? I am, right? Why? Because that is a great source to be able to build other relationships. So like, I might want to, me and Alex might have to get together because I'm like, hey, he's on top of his shit. I want to make sure that I, if I'm referring somebody to where his market is, I probably want to am going to think of him because I know that he's taking care of his clients, right? I know for a fact that he's like, I am somebody that just called five clients recently, right? That right there just gives me a vote of confidence. Like, Alex, you're my guy, right? Uh, invest in education, right? Education, yes, it is super, super key because this is a market based on skill and negotiations. And if you don't have it, you're not going to make it. This is not a market where you can just like put your head down and hope that you have the right skills and hope that you're saying the right thing and cross your fingers. That's not happening because every five transactions I'm doing, I'm putting two of you guys out of business. That's a lot of agents to be putting out of business with just five transactions. And guess what? It's going to get tighter. We haven't even seen the worst of it yet. Okay. Which means keep doing what you guys are doing and keep getting the same results. Okay. So my calendar, like I was saying, eight open houses a month. I am doing eight, 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 eight. On top of that, those eight open houses, guess what I'm doing? I'm circle prospecting. Okay. I'm calling expired. I'm calling canceled. One of the easiest scripts that you guys can use when calling expired or canceled is, hey, Alex, I saw that your house is no longer on the market. I'm really shocked the pictures were great or whatever case may be. Can you tell me about your experience? That's the script. I'm not going in there like, oh, when are you planning to hire the right agent? How many times do you think they've heard that? A lot, right? People want to work with people who are genuine. People want to work with people who they know that they care. So when I say, hey, Alex, can you tell me about your experience about why your house didn't sell? What do you think happens? Do you think they're a little bit more open? To wanting to talk with you? Yes. Right? The expireds and cancels are people that have their hand raised. They had a bad experience. And they need somebody that is going to advise and guide and care. Care about what happened. And if you can be that person and you are genuine, fantastic. Be that person, be that advocate, and they are more than likely going to listen to you.
you're going to start that relationship on a totally different note than what has already been done. It's like having a bad breakup and you're like, I don't want to date ever again. Right. Or I went through a crappy divorce. I don't ever want to get married again. Right. They have that same kind of taste. So you need to go about it a different way. Okay. Does that make sense, you guys? Now, how many of you guys are using your, your past clients or your sphere of influence to get referrals? Alex, I know you are. That's awesome. Do you know that on average, on average per year, the people that you know and your past clients should be referring you at least 20 referrals a year? 20. And if they're not referring to you, guess who they're referring to? Somebody like me. Why? Because I built that relationship. 20 referrals. What does 20 referrals, what would 20 extra transactions do to your business today? Yeah. 20 transactions. You would put, I said five, every five transactions you do you put two out of business so how many agents would we put out of business if we had 20 referrals from our past clients how many eight was it eight how many Alex? five five or six if the average agent's doing 3.92 transactions a year Right? That's a lot of business to get for free, for free. And they're warm and they're like, they trust you because they've already heard and got recommended to you. Right? I will tell you this past week, I've picked up three referrals from my past clients. Three. Is that easy business right there? And all you have to do is stay in relationship. Same relationship. So how many of you have a VIP group on your social media for your past clients? Nobody? Nobody. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Make a VIP group. Notes, cards, personal videos, quick text, one-on-one client events. Yes, all of that, Alex, all of that. I do every single one of those. Make a... VIP group for your past clients, people that you're currently working with. And in there, you can give them information before you give it to the public. And what does that make them feel? It makes them feel important. It makes them feel like you are giving them insider tips. Like for me, sometimes I will put in off-market properties that I know that are going to come to the market. And I say, hey, I'm going to put this here first. If any of you guys are interested, I have this listing getting ready to hit the market. Here are the specs. Let me know if you're interested. Or if I know that I have somebody who's looking to do an off-market property altogether, guess what I'm doing? I'm putting that into my VIP group before anybody else, right? It gives them the, feels like, it makes them feel like they have the upper hand, which in a point that they do, because I'm giving them something. I'm giving them information that other agents, that I'm not giving to other agents or to the public, right? I'm creating client appreciation events. When I'm looking at social media, 
I'm looking at who's got divorced, who's had a baby, who's celebrating an anniversary, who just had to put a dog down, who just went on an amazing trip. I'm using Facebook like a CRM. And then like Alex, I'm going to go to my 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 site. It's called AM Cards. It's $40 a month. I'm going to say that again. AM Cards. Look into it. It's $40 a month. I can send a personalized card. It has chat GPT in it. You can be like, hey, I want to say something like, you know what, Alex, it was so great to meet you. I'm so excited for you. Thank you for tuning in to Agent Pirate Huddle. And wham, chat GPT it, spit something out, insert it. It has my own signature. I can mess with the font so it looks like it's me um, that wrote it. And it's all, and it gets sent out the very next day. Now, if I want to, I can also add brownies, Rice Krispie treats, a book, gift cards, um, dinners, movie, Dunkin' Donuts, um, a $2 bill. Like, I'm telling you guys, check it out. Now, do those like books and stuff like that cost a little bit? Yes, but imagine going on a listening appointment. And saying, hey, Heather, thank you so much for meeting with me this uh, on on uh, Monday this past week. It was so great to meet you. I'm super excited to be able to be on this journey with getting your house sold. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to me and then send two gourmet brownies on top of it. Do you think that's going to leave a, uh, an impression? Maybe not the brownies if you don't like brownies, right? But does that make sense? Like you as an agent, you need to be creating experiences for your clients because those experiences are going to be what turns those clients into Raven clients that are going to refer you those 20 clients in the year. That is the easiest form of business. I need you guys to understand that your clients, your past clients are can and could sustain you throughout the years if you do your business correctly, right? Think one client, like right now, every 10 years, they're probably buying or selling a house. So like on average, if the average house per, per average own person that buys a house is say like 30 to 35, well, first house at 30 to 35, second house, they're buying and selling at 40, 40 to 45, third house, again, buy, sell at 50 to 55, fourth house at 60 to 65, that's probably their last house. But you've got two, four, six, seven transactions, if you do it correctly, right? At your average price point, whatever that is, I want you guys to do the math really fast. So seven transactions, at your average price point, at your average commission. Is that a lot of money? Yes. And then I also want you to think of this. Every single year, if you do it correctly, that person should be referring you one to two people a year. One to two people a year that if you close are going to give you another seven transactions. So that's another 14 transactions that I just picked up throughout their life. Do you see how that can snowball into a really great system of sustainability of your business? And all you have to do is stay in contact. All right. So I know that we ran a little bit past. I am very passionate about this subject. If you guys can't tell, I'm hoping that um, 
do you guys have any questions or concerns right now? Um, I want to first of all say thank you for spending the amount of time that you guys have with me. Any questions? Hey, Lana, I have a question. Uh, yeah. What's your hourly rental rate to come hang out in the Philly area? What's my <laughs> rental rate? I yeah. have not. I have not thought about that. But if you uh, <laughs> want me to, I can definitely figure something out, and we can work something out seriously. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. I would say find me on Facebook, Heather. Um, I'll put in my email right here really fast. No, I can find you. I know where to find you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any other questions? Thank you. You're Thanks, very welcome, Heather. Yes. And you guys do the eight open houses a month. Please do it because right now, other agents are not willing to do it. Why? Because the weather is changing. <laughs> The weather's changing, which means you're going to be the only one out there taking everybody's clients. Does that make sense? And here's the best thing is as the weather changes, the people that are out there going to these open houses, like, you know, they're freaking serious. You know, they're serious. You know why? Because who wants to go out into the snow, the cold, the wind, the crappy weather if they're not serious? This is like the best time. This is my all-time favorite season to really like freaking make it happen. Like this see this this season right here that we're getting ready to go into can set you up not just for the rest of the quarter but for next year as well. So like I know you guys don't want to be cold, you guys don't want to get rained on, you guys don't want to be out there in the snow. Like just do it. And I can guarantee you you guys will be so freaking happy. Just do it. Okay, so I'm going to leave off on that. Alex, just do it. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> I will talk to you guys later. I hope you guys have an amazing money-making day. All right, all right, you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.